Hello, Happy New Year. Welcome to Healthy-ish, your podcast from body and soul with me, your host, Felicity Halley. Are you ready for a great 2023? Well, to kick you off, we are running the most downloaded episodes of 2022 for this week only. We want to inspire you to have your best year yet. Now, joining me today is Eve Rodsky, and she joined me via Zoom from the US earlier in 2022. She's the author of New York Times bestselling book, Fair Play, and in this chat, she talks about her new book called Find Your Unicorn Space, Reclaim Your Creative Life in a Too Busy World, and she has loads of advice. Now, as you know, we keep our Healthy-ish episodes short, so if you want to hear my full chat where Eve talks more about the importance of curiosity and how to find yours, just search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Eve, welcome to Healthy-ish and um, congratulations on your new book. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So Unicorn Space, I mean, aside from my own kids being obsessed, well, my daughter being obsessed with unicorns, (laughs) I might also become obsessed with unicorns from your book. What is the Unicorn Space exactly? Well, Felicity, I'm here to tell you that creativity is not optional and for too long we've put it down um, at the end of a never-ending to-do list. And so this book is really looking at um, Fair Play, my first book, looked at how do we gain more time back? How do, um, as women, do we get to be defined as more than our roles as, say, a partner, a parent, and or a professional? And by professional, I mean anybody who works in or out of the home. This book is really looking at when you get that time back because you have more time fairness in your own home, what do you even do with that time? I had so many women say to me, I, you know, if I, even if I got time back, Eve, I'm not sure I know, I know what to do with it. And so what do, well, how do, I mean, the creative, what do we do with it? How do we find this creative space or what we are, like, what is our creativity, I suppose? Yeah. Well, I think so many people, why do I call creativity unicorn space? Why do I redefine it as unicorn space? Because I think there's been a lot of words that have been applied to creative living that make it feel not optional. Creativity is often relegated to people who maybe know how to use a a crayon um, or or our kids. We teach them to be creative, um, but we, we sort of leave that at the door after we leave our, our, our sandboxes. Um, other words we've used uh, for creativity are side hustle or vanity project um, or hobby, words that I really, really despise and would like to retire them. And so instead, I decided to create my own new word, and that word is unicorn space or two words. And the reason why I call it that is because like the mythical equine, this space doesn't exist for women, especially, unless we reclaim it and we set up a true boundary around our time. You know, Felicity, I've been hearing so many podcasts and and wellness uh, people talking about boundaries, which is great. But often the next thing they'll say is, well, you know, just take a walk around the block. And um, boundaries are, are, are a lot more than taking a walk around the block. It's, it's understanding that um, you have the permission to be unavailable from your roles as that parent, partner, and professional. And when you are unavailable from that, those roles, you deserve sustained attention to things that you love. 
to creative things that you love, the things that make you you and the things that ultimately um, bring us joy because we share them we share them with the world. So how do we go about finding our creative expression? Because I'm sure a lot of our listeners like you and, and I are overloaded with work, family, life, pandemic stress, and often it zaps a lot of that energy, you know, and if you find it hard to kind of go back and find that passion. How can we become clearer about finding what makes us tick creatively? Well, I think the most important thing is first to recognize what unicorn space is not. When I ask many women and, and men and non-binary individuals as well, you know, what would you do with a found hour of your day? Um, and I say, and you can't fill it with, you know, paying bills or or vacuuming scrolling under the couch. social media. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> or um, you know what. What I hear is, um, you know, I'd grab a drink with my friend. That's adult friendships, very important. Or I would take a walk with my dog. Um, that's that's basic self-care, which you've talked about um, uh, on this podcast. And that's very, again, it's essential to wellness um, to have a self-care routine. But then there's this other element of the active pursuits that I was hearing and that are now um, from my research are shown to link to your mental health and your longevity. And especially right now, that's ex- extra important. And those are the active pursuits. We've off, we may hear of them as the flow state. We may hear of them again um, as, as these words I don't love, like I said, hobby or um, other types of words, but, but what they really are, are these active pursuits that make us us. And what I mean by that is you can take a spin class, but the unicorn space is learning to be a spin instructor. Um, You can uh, watch um, a a home renovation show on TV. Um, The unicorn space is taking out uh, your tape measure and beginning to redesign a room. The active pursuits, uh, reading a book is self-care. Uh, writing a book is unicorn space. I'll argue that you, that you are in the active unicorn space right now by bringing out wellness and, and sharing yourself with, with your listeners in this very important way to remind people to focus on themselves. Yeah, I suppose it's some unicorn space. Yeah, that and it's also are you saying it's something that challenges you to do better as well because all those things will challenge you to be a better person fundamentally and scare you. I think yes. what I found what I found in the second book um and I interviewed over 750 people in 17 countries wow. including Australia. Wow, 700 that's a um, lot. <laughs> I had a lot of 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 interviews already from Fair Play and then I added additional Uh, individuals for this book. And what I found was that there was a through line. There were three things that I saw in people who said that they were living self-actualized creative lives where their identities were tied to um, themselves and not just their roles. And by that, I mean that as a sisterhood, I can identify with any woman in the world, right? Because at some point we've been defined uh, solely in relation to the roles that we play as a mother, a sister, a daughter, um, a friend, a caregiver. And so to be outside of those roles, to sort of smash outside the box of the milestones society has set for us and societal expectations, um, that 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 courage happens in what I like to call the three C's. 
um, the, the interviews I saw, the through line was that when you are here to reclaim your creative life, you need three things. You need a curiosity that's aligned with your values. And what I mean by that, and my friend said to me, well, I'm curious about scrolling my friend's Venmo transactions. And I say, <laughs> well, that's, that's not the curiosity I'm talking about. But right, the curiosity is, well, how does that chocolatier make make chocolate that tastes that good, right? Or how is it that the iced tea that I love tastes so much like um, mint and jasmine? Where do they get those herbs from, right? It's just a, a lot of the people I interviewed were having these very strange curiosities or really interesting curiosities. How could I get a cake to move? I want to surprise my son and I want my cake to pop out and move. So this woman ended up making robotic cakes with motors in them. But this, it starts with a curiosity. It, 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 the through line is the connection to others. That's why it's not just the spin class. It's the idea of the teaching the spin class. And it's the last piece is the completion, Felicity, because a lot of times, as my friend says, um, she, she, when I interviewed her, she said, I don't, I'm sick of being a graveyard of unfulfilled dreams. Oh, aren't we all? Eve, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. So happy to be here and thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for listening to this chat as part of our best of New Year's inspiration. If you do want more chats, there are plenty of others where this one came from of Healthyish, this podcast, or Extra Healthyish, our big sister podcast. You can also head to bodyandsoul.com.au or leave a review. You can rate this podcast and subscribe. Oh, and please share it with a friend. What a great New Year gift. And until tomorrow or next time you listen, stay healthyish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.